What's up, gang? This is Food Network star and culinary master of the Marvel Universe, Justin Warner, and you are listening to the podcast that's everything you ever wanted but never asked for. You know it. PSVG Prime. Now that that's out of the way, and where we dropping, boys? And welcome to this week's episode of PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. This is I your host, Kevin. And with me is the lady to my tramp. Back again, Mr. Lucas Rose. Hey. Hey, how's hey, it going? Hey. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. Caught up a little bit on some sleep over the last few days. It, it's funny. I almost never, I have one of these uh, uh, wrist watches, a mm-hmm. smart watch, uh, Fitbit thingy. And it tells you some arbitrary scores as, as to how you've been sleeping. And usually I don't get above 80 regardless right. of how long I sleep, but I switched some things up, been going to bed a little bit earlier. And I think every day, but one day in the last four or five has been above 80. Hey, I feel like a new man. So whatever that means, you know, <laughs> you, you got, you got a B, a B average in your sleep. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. B minus. B minus. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, room for improvement, but you know, it can only go. Well, no, I guess it, it can, it can go, go down. <laughs> wonder what the lowest number you can get is a two. <laughs> Why a two? I don't know. It's just a zero would make more sense, but I went with two, you know, <laughs> I gotta go with two. I, mean, I get number two. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you on the sleep stuff, man. I, I, I'm not sleeping super great either. Just the back problems, and I just been finding it harder to fall asleep. So I'm, I'm now, you know, typically I'd fall asleep. We turn the TV off like around eleven, and I'd fall asleep within a half hour. Or so normally, and I don't toss and turn too much once I'm ready for bed. Now I find myself not even remotely trying to fall asleep till like 12 30, one o'clock some nights. Oof. And I'm still getting up at 6 a.m. So oh. you know, it is what it is. Um but yeah I got I have some vacation time. I was about to say PTO time, but that may not mean things to, to certain people. I don't know if that's terminology just for my company or not. But uh took some time off uh working on as I talked about last week with Jason a little bit, the uh the arena is being built. The PSVG arena is being built behind yes. me. Um due to all of uh, COVID and, and the need to keep your kids at home and distance learn. And my wife now will have to juggle that and babysitting, you know, as she normally does. So they needed more space where she can kind of do both at the same time and not, you know, the baby she babysits now is starting to be mobile. So you can't just like leave her in the other room and go teach in the kitchen, which is what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they are taking over the downstairs area where I am right now, which is, you know, on the other side of my monitor, it's a playroom for about, 25 feet probably um so there's a good playroom like you get the little kitchen set and all the little cubbies with the toys and it kind of like what you built um recently uh mm-hmm. it's like one of those things and there's all different things there's a grocery store there's a giant five foot tall barbie house and things of that nature but then off to the side i have a little kitchenette which has uh you know a sink our giant freezer is there for all of our excess food because since uh covid we now basically just shop at bj so everything's bought in bulk so we need more space um and then i have a full bath with uh, over there too so it's it's the perfect space to now we've we've converted part of the kitchen area there into a 
kindergarten class, basically. So my daughter can sit there and she can do her work and my wife can still babysit the baby and the baby will have stuff to play with and they'll be in the same general area. So nice. kind of gives them that. But if they were doing all that, there's no way I could work here where I am now and be on conference calls and all that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff. So I got no kicked way. into an unfinished part of the basement and um, we started it today. I, I, I shared some pictures in the Flexipose Discord. Um, for those interested on the progress, it started off as basically a catch-all room where all my crap just ended up. A lot of tools, uh, yard stuff like the you know the weed whacker and the rakes and shovels and stuff ended up in there. All cleaned out, got that all done, and today we framed it all out so it's ready to go for sheetrock. Uh, hopefully tomorrow, um, and then we'll start the process of you know plastering and painting and all that stuff, which I can take my time in doing. I won't need help from somebody else to do that. Uh, I'm going to put my kids to work doing that stuff there, but uh, it's coming. Hopefully, I mean, it might be really optimistic, say maybe by next week's episode, but it might happen. So uh, not entirely sure, but yeah, it's, it'll be worth it when it's done. It's just, it's so not worth it right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's never worth it in the moment. No, there's, I had to move so much stuff to do it. So, it sounds like your next step is getting plastered and you're going to let your kids get involved. Oh, yeah, I mean, you're going to let your kids get plat. What is this? France? My oldest is 16. I mean, she's basically there anyway. You know, how many kids started drinking before 16? They're sneaking it behind their parents back. At least we're doing it together. It's a family <laughs> bonding activity. I was going to say, you're going to be one of those families who are like, well, if they're drinking at home, then I know where they are. Yeah. Not getting totally. in trouble. Right. Um, I mean, other than that though, uh, tomorrow, and I, I told you about it, but I talked about it on air uh, after I told you that uh, dad league uh, gaming league thing starts tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so I have my first uh, competitive experience with, with some Fortnite tomorrow. So I'm going to stream that over on uh, twitch.tv slash PSVG. But did yeah. you do, did you do an 80 style montage of yourself training up for the moment? No, but Donnie mentioned that last night to me, ironically enough that apparently <laughs> you two had talked about that, I guess. Um, Maybe. I, I love that idea, by the way. So I think maybe we should do something like that before the next one next month. <laughs> but yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it. It's Fortnite. So uh, it's obviously a game I'm familiar with. But I, to be honest, I've barely played Fortnite in the last two, three months. Um, so I did a couple matches in the morning and I did one yesterday and got another victory royale. So I, I guess I still have it to an extent. Um but there's cars and stuff now, which is kind of crazy. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the regular cars. They've had golf carts in the past, which were limited to how quick they move and everything. But there's like legit cars. Like if you see a car in Fortnite, you can get in it and drive now. And before that didn't happen, they were just there for you to break and take the resources from. Um, and, but you have to fill them with gas. And their gas is a component. So you, the, all the gas stations on the map actually work. And you can go up to the pump and you refill your car if you need to. Um, however, I found out the great thing for me is that a lot of people like to drive these cars. Uh, number one, they make a lot of noise, so I know you're there. Uh, and secondly, <laughs> I'll just I'll wait for you to go fill your car up with gas at the gas station, and I will cause a massive explosion because everything now explodes. If I oh, blow up a gas tank, sense. it blows up. And I did that to somebody the other day. They were filling the gas tank, and I started shooting at their car, and their car caught in fire and blew up and killed them, and then proceeded to blow up the entire gas station. It was wow. pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I hope they were very upset and they couldn't really figure out how they died. What the heck, man? How did they hit me? They weren't even shooting at me. That's one thing. So Call of Duty has this function. They have the hot mics. So when you kill somebody, you can hear what they're saying for a brief period of time. Yeah. Um, I don't think you like if you say respond to them, I don't think they hear that. Like I think they're just you just hear whatever they're saying if they say something. I wish Fortnite did that because there are so many great montages where people kill somebody like, what the hell? Where'd that come from? And you could hear them. So like (laughs) satisfaction for me if I got to hear the reaction of everybody as I killed them, but 
Yes, that would be the ultimate satisfaction. And I do mean ultimate satisfaction. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. And you would know you have two children. (laughs) Two ultimate satisfaction times. Right. That I know of. Well, maybe not, actually. I've been sleeping better lately. That might just prove that your wife had ultimate satisfaction twice. Maybe you weren't involved. No, I'm kidding. Your kids look like you, so I think you're safe. Um, Poor them. (laughs) Oh, um yeah so let's get into games let's talk about some games and what we've been playing oh okay yeah let's do some of that so let's talk about that um you have a lot and you know what i will i will let you go first because you weren't here last week so you didn't get to talk about games it's you all that pent up you're you're pent up i want you to relieve yourself of your gaming uh frustration pent up frustration yes yes sounds like i'm about to have another ultimate satisfaction Mm -hmm. um (laughs) <laughs> let's start with uh let's go to the ye old land of nintendo uh, i talked a little bit about this today actually um trials of mana so oh, I, yeah. I i kept this game from the library because i had too many nintendo switch games and uh, it was time to return some i actually returned xenoblade chronicles because mm. i knew i would pick it up again uh, so i i decided to kind of put it on the back burner it was overdue get it to somebody else. They hold things for four days also. So I felt really bad for it being overdue already anyway, but yeah. whoever gets it next is going to have to wait a little while. So took it, you took li- it all you, back. Did you lick it first? I did. I okay. wanted to make sure the the disgusting taste was still there <laughs> and it wasn't, which is very concerning. Can, very concerning. How many other people licked that to get that taste? I gone. <laughs> exactly. But don't worry. I added something. I made sure that the disgusting taste, had been returned to the cartridge. You were eating some beef jerky beforehand, just decided to lick it. (laughs) Something like that. Something like that. I have a proprietary manner. of (laughs) Yeah. Herbs and spices. Exactly. Um, So I started this game up, Trials of Mana, and I didn't really know what to expect. I just, I just knew it was a remake of a SNES game and of the, of the Mana series. And so I, I I haven't played it either, by the way. So no experience with it so whatsoever. And uh, so it's a reboot or a, a remake, I guess, not a reboot, a remake of that original game. And I played it for a little while. It was it was kind of weird because you pick out of six characters, I think you pick who you want your main character to be. And then out of those six, you also are the five that are left, I guess. You pick two others to sort of accompany you on the journey. Okay. Yeah. So I guess there's six different starting points at the beginning anyway. And uh, I must have picked the worst one. Uh, I picked the girl who has the spear mostly because I like, she looks like a Valkyrie almost wears a green tunic. Can't remember her name. I didn't play long enough to rem- know what her name was. <laughs> uh, Rise. Yes. Reese. Reese. Okay. Yeah. Reese. Uh, but I like spears. I-, I like that weapon. So I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Awful. I don't know. You spend so much time looking for your little brother and a little bit of looking around is fine. I understand you want to get used to like, this is where you live. This is the place you're fighting for or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it went on for way too long. So you go to this one spot. He's not here. Go to this next spot. He's not here. Third time. He should be there. All right. That's as many times as I want to go wandering around somewhere that I don't know and have no uh, feelings towards. But no, I felt like it was, you know, two or three more times. 
go wandering around looking at little cutscenes of your brother wandering around like an idiot. And cause he's like 10 and he's anime 10, which means he's an idiot dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just was like, it was bad right off the start. The, the voice acting is, it feels so amateur. Um, I don't know if it's the writing or the people they chose, I also noticed that they didn't bother to add any effects to the vocals. So they feel very out of place. Like it, it sounds like they oh. were in a sound booth as yeah. opposed to being in the place where their character is inhabiting. So it just really all culminated into this realization that I have better games to play. Like I, I made the decision right there. I think it probably played for 20 minutes. I'm like, you know what? This game is not going to be good. I can tell. And I, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe people have fond memories of this game, the original. Well, so the original was only released in Japan. Oh, okay. So nobody um, here does. <laughs> right. So it, was, it came out in 1995. This is Trials of Man is a 3D. Oh, late. Pretty late then. Yeah, it's a 3D remake of the hit Japanese classic RPG released in 1995 as Sinkin Densetsu 3. Um yeah. Yeah, so that, I mean that that might be part two is maybe they didn't spend enough effort in translation. Um, review wise, like Steam, it's nine out of ten. Amazon, it's four point nine out of five. Wow. I mean, yeah, eight out of ten on IGN. Um, so I mean, it seems to be reviewing pretty well. But so I'm in the wrong here. Then Whew, w- I would. What not you have did, thought. what you did is I'm sitting here looking when I'm looking up the characters you're talking about. There's a hero named Kevin, and you didn't pick him. So you know what? That's <laughs> where him- you went wrong. I brought him with me. I brought oh, Kevin okay. with me. Okay. You were my pally. All right. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, wow. That surprises me. I didn't even bother to look it up. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Then somebody tell me, I'm sure somebody will tell me that I, I don't understand the, the subtle ways of the trials of mana. It probably gets better. I would imagine, but I can't believe maybe the, maybe the expectations of what, comes out of a JRPG story-wise or whatever is low. But coming from like Xenoblade Chronicles, which I also do have some problems with, with the way that the animations are. I know it's an older game, but that's kind of why you remaster it, right? Is to touch that kind of stuff up. You think, yeah. When I'm it looking looks on, goofy. Right. You know? I'm looking on Metacritic and Metacritic doesn't have it as high. It's a 74 Okay, that's Metacritic um, from answer. from r- critics. Um, user score is seven point seven out of ten. So okay, that sounds a little bit closer. Then. Yeah, yeah, and even on that's on Switch. PlayStation slightly higher at seventy six, but okay, yeah, it's not a big deal. So yeah, I mean, I guess just the the headlines that came up were a little bit higher than what everyone else has it put at. So yeah, it's like a mid seventies game. It looks like well, the action seemed okay. I, I won't lie to you there, but really, my biggest beef was with this long story presentation that was just like the low of the low when mm. it comes to dubbing and anime stuff. And I, I heard that cause every time I get the option, I look up to see, should I do say dabbing? Uh, d- no dab dubbing, dub oh. dabbing. <laughs> uh, when I get the option to do English or Japanese, I always look to see if it's worth it to the, do the English. Yes, totally. And they were like, e- either one's really not that good. So I was like, wow. Well, I don't want to have to read subtitles this the, in this game. In I don't want to prove no readings. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Somebody tell me I'm wrong. I, I, the, the meme of me holding up a sign that says trials of mana sucks. Changed my mind. <laughs> <Changed> my mind. <laughs> it's happening right now. 
So there you go. So, and so in better news, to flip the script, as it mm. were, uh, I got Luigi's Mansion 3 back from the library, baby. Yes. Love this game. And you know what? It's, what's funny is the time away uh, from this game, I think, made me appreciate it more. Because when I got back, I was like, I miss this game. It, it just it's everything charming about things that are sort of Halloweeny, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like nightmare, uh, before Christmas, mm-hmm. that type of thing, that type of feel. Um, yeah, I don't know. The game is, I just can't believe how good it looks after sort of experiencing more of what the switch has to offer. It really is kind of sort of a marvel at how good the game runs and looks and feels to play. Um, and the other great thing about the game is that my son, when I first got the game, it was probably, I think our save data was from 2019. So probably December or November mm. when we last played it. Um, I believe if I'm re- remembering correctly, he wasn't quite at the level to play Guiji. I don't think. Right. Sure. And uh, especially because we stopped right at that point when we got Guiji and then I had to take it back. Hmm. Um, getting it back now, you know, he's playing as Guiji. He's keeping right up. Uh, he's able to defeat most of the monsters as long as they don't have too like he can't get the the shields off from some of the guys who yeah, yeah, yeah. block the the blinding yep. the strobolub or whatever it's called, strobolux. <laughs> I don't remember. Strobolub. Um, um but he can he can hang with me though man he can do most of the things as long as he doesn't get scared he doesn't like being in a like when he had to go in do you remember the part in the uh the store area where they had all the stores and oh yes like spades yeah. hearts yep. diamonds he didn't like the parts where he had to go into the stores by himself uh as Gucci oh, go through yeah, the, yeah. the gate and everything because uh he's like dad i need you to do this but other than that, yeah, I was very impressed, and uh, he does a good job. He's he's my little partner in crime. So, so next up is Resident Evil Seven on Game Pass, right? At the end of the yes month? in okay. VR. Yeah, so. well, duh. I mean, oh shoot, you get to do that? No, because it's Xbox. Do what? But is it the PC version? I'm wondering. So like, so that is coming to to Game Pass. Uh, Are you going to be able to do the VR? I already have it. Actually, I bought it on sale for PC. Oh, okay. Because. They don't have it for VR officially, but there is a way to gotcha. basically hack it. And I made sure that it was decent before I bought it. I was like, I think on PlayStation, don't they have the VR in there? Yes, they do. Okay, but that's what it is. Okay. It's exclusive. So that's, right, the that's what I was screwing up. Okay, my bad. I actually tweeted out and said, the, Why? How, when are we? There's no news on that, like officially coming, and still none. I mean, at so, this point, they're already working on the next they're game. Not, so yeah, they're not going to do it exactly. No. But I did say, like, is this ever going to happen? Because I will buy this game. Times past. So Chris Redfield yells in the background. No, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna basically go right up the horror scale. Dead space. He's yeah. Well, you, Dead oh, space three. Dead space three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, enjoying Luigi's Mansion. We're gonna beat it, dude. Such a good game, man. I I've loved that game, and now you got me thinking, like, because I got that from the library too, and my wife and I rushed to beat it, so we didn't even experience like the multiplayer stuff. Not not we played co-op, but there's other multiplayer stuff that's available. This yeah, DLC like is available. Tower or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think I may have to buy this game now. But Pikmin's coming out. I don't know. 
but I, I should have. So I was just thinking, like, oh, I should go back and play Luigi's Mansion. I'm like, wait, I didn't own that. I just borrowed it. <laughs> you buy it used. I mean, it's still going to be forty five dollars. It's but. true. We're we're switching to kind of all digital though, so like we're looking to just do that because mm. I I do that on my consoles now at this point. I'm like, I don't want to buy carts anymore. I know that Nintendo ones retain value, but it's like, then you got to take them and you got to switch them out. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I spoiled. I can see that though because with the Switch, I start I felt that way too. After a while, I'm like, man, I really hate having to put Animal Crossing in every time yeah. I want to play it, especially with a game that you don't play that long, like twenty minutes, and then yeah, yeah. And then you got to remember to make sure you closed out of the other game before you put another cart in. Right. Which my son is always like, all right, I'll put it in dad. I want to do it. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. We got to make sure we actually save the game before you do that. And then you got to take it on go. (laughs) Yeah. And then add the secret ingredient to make sure it's still stinky. Seven herbs and spices. Yeah, exactly. Um, Proprietary blends. So... The next one on the list I'll talk about is a game that I don't know why I'm attracted to it, but I, I am. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are talking about it. it. It's making a much bigger splash than I thought it would. And that's Windows Flight Simulator. I don't know anybody who's talked about Windows Flight Simulator before this was announced as coming out. But now you know, I see it crop up on my YouTube and everything. People playing it. And... Uh, I had some gripes with the game early on, Kevin. Oh, I was not impressed at all by the fact that you could preload the game on Game Pass. So I am grateful it came to Game Pass because I probably wouldn't play it otherwise. Preload the game. You look at it. It's like 160 gigs or something. I'm like, okay. Right. Well, I mean, we knew it was like 10 discs, isn't it? Or something. Yeah. Yeah. So you knew. Yeah. So you knew it was huge. The problem is the pre-install was a pre-install of an installer. Basically, you still have to download like 90 gigs when you open the game. Sweet. It was 160 for the installer then. And then you had to do another 90. Well, what happened was I set it to download and walked away from it. Yeah. And I didn't realize it's only like 500 megabytes or something. Oh, okay. Like Cause it's the installer. Gotcha. Yeah. And then of course it unpacks after you download it. So me and my son, Super excited to to fly, go downstairs, and hey, you have a 90 gigabyte download. <laughs> so it was like, you well, can play this next week. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I was like, well, I guess we're not doing this. We did end up coming back to it later that night, but it was kind of a bummer. You know, put the took the wind out of the sails, as it were. So we we I did play it, and man, I don't I I booted it up and it immediately had problems. Some of the menus were like not showing up. It it will take your computer configuration and make a video like preset the video settings to what it thinks it should be based on your video card and your GP or your CPU and that type of thing. Right. But for some reason that menu wasn't showing up. I was just seeing this blank screen with some like go back and apply buttons. And I'm like, what's going on here? Why can't I see anything? So I had to fiddle with that for a while. And then it finally got, I got it to pop up, but I w- just little weird things like that. Uh, it kept freezing every once in a while. Um, it's super slow to load on my machine. It takes. Donnie forever. said that as well. Donnie Donnie talked to me about it last night and said the same thing. There was that super long load times, and he said he went he went did one flight, landed the plane, and promptly uninstalled the game. <laughs> and it's awesome, but he knew he was never going to play it anyway. Yeah. But he wanted to try it out and see what the hubbub. 
Well, and I mean, graphically speaking, it does. I mean, it's amazing looking. It's right. really next gen stuff. But yeah, there's some stuff in there that I don't know is a little wonky right now. I lost control. There was a I was messing with some settings. I went to go back to uh, control with my uh, joystick and suddenly I couldn't do anything completely no. lost control with the controller keyboard didn't work i could still like there's a toolbar at the top i could still mouse over that and everything but like none of the controls worked huh. i checked to make sure autopilot like you can have autopilot kick in and take control of everything that was off i don't know what happened so this game has just been a huge headache for me even though i keep going back to it to play it i've had nothing but issue after issue and it seems to be only on me because Nobody else seems to be having most of these issues, so I don't know right, what's going right. on. Uh, and then lastly, my son, super into pirates all of a sudden. Hmm. And I was like, you know what, Isaac? I've got I've got a game we should play <laughs> called Sea of Thieves. And uh, I mean, this I remember the hype around this game. Yeah. People were like, oh, this could be awesome. I'm always dubious of a game that requires more than one other yes. person to play. Yep. And that seems to be the case for most people. I did have a few people who said they would play with me, but I didn't really want, I wasn't going for the whole experience when my son was sitting next to me. It was more right, about sailing mm-hmm. and finding treasure. So we did getting that. that booty, getting that booty, man. Got to dig up that booty. Uh, so we did that for a while and it was all going well, finding the treasure, setting sail, raising the anchor, um, gold doubloons, the whole nine yards, sea shanties with, uh yes. instruments those are fun it's great um what's not great is running into other people at all <laughs> yeah like there's no it, foolish me for thinking that if i just minded my own business i would be left alone that's yeah, my no. own fault yep that is not the case i i no. am one lonely guy trying to basically complete the lowliest of low missions for the gold hoarders or whatever they're called. And they are just not having it. They attacked me immediately and basically made it not fun at all because we had to abandon the ship respawn elsewhere. I had to explain to my son why people are killing us. (laughs) It was not good. Um, And I made it, you know, I made it clear. I wasn't trying to fight. It's not like I just didn't fight back. I was just like, no, you know, we're all cool here. Because why would you kill some random dude who has obviously has nothing? Nothing, you know? right? Um, but they didn't care. The, nope. the joy was was they're true pirates, really. Yeah, they really they're were. just role playing. Yeah. Exactly. I must have been on the role playing server. That was the problem. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Sea of Thieves, and the last thing we we have we can mm-hmm. talk about together. So yeah, go ahead. Roll That's right it. into it. Roll right into it. All right. All right. Well, I'll tell you right now, I didn't play as much of it as I probably should have. Neither did I. <laughs> and that's uh, Avengers the beta. Yes. I probably tried harder to get into the beta than I did to play the game. Um, I did. I took some I took some I, I went into photo mode. There was a discussion about whether photo mode is is useless or not. But I did use it and I took some interesting shots of the Hulk, as it were. Uh, but here's the thing about it. For me, I'm like, I know I'm going to play this game eventually. So that part of the equation is is out. I really just needed to know if it was broken or not. Yeah. yeah. And as far as I was concerned, it, it seemed okay to me. Um, it felt like it jumped around a little bit at the beginning as far as the story was concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, you, you play the intro, you play as the different heroes and that's fine. But then 
it kind of just suddenly goes into Kamala Khan and the Hulk are yeah. in a forest somewhere. And it's just like, how did we go from this to this? I know yeah, it tells you, but yeah, I think it just wants to give you smattering samples of how the gameplay works. Like obviously when you get the game, you're still going to do the intro mission again. That's the same one we yeah. saw at E3, you know, before, yeah. but I think there'll be stuff in between those two sections to actually fill in because, you know, they didn't really address a lot of the things that we know happen in the story in the beta. Yeah. So I think it's just, they didn't want to have it be too sequential so that like if you played four hours of this beta, it wasn't legit the first four hours of yeah. the game because yeah. then you'd be like, oh, why well, I got to do this again? Like, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, the controls I thought felt good. I actually enjoyed the Hulk the most, um, but I always like super strength people who can just blast stuff in it. Super cinematic, as you would hope and expect. My I mean, my really only thought was this is what I wanted uh, Marvel ultimate alliance three to be yeah it didn't didn't have to look this good but kind of the way it felt uh, that game you get lost in everything that's happening and i feel like in this game it's a lot easier to keep track of that stuff uh it looks good it plays good sounds good Mm. i mean i don't i didn't have anything bad to say about it i i think it was it's going to take playing more than i did and like i said i i got up to that that hulk and kamala khan uh what's uh Miss Incredible, Miss Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel. <laughs> Incredible. That's uh, Disney. They're gonna come yep. sue me now. Elastigirl. Um, oh wait, no, they own Marvel. It's all okay, dude. Oh, yeah. An Incredibles Marvel <laughs> crossover. crossover. That'd be great. I mean, the looks wouldn't work at all, but yeah. So that's as far as I got. And I, like I said, I basically made up my mind and said, you know, this is good. I'll play it. I don't know if I'll be there day one. I don't. I'm not sure yet, but yeah. I mean, I I have it pre-ordered, so I'm there day one. Um, I was excited to play it uh, only because like the more we've seen in this game, the better and better it's looked to me. Yeah. Um, but I was hesitant because I saw I obviously I had the Xbox beta, so I got to play it later. Uh, PS4 got to play it like the week before. So a lot of our community has talked about it and some are, are like, this is good. Some are kind of split and torn a little bit. Um, I like you didn't have any problems. I liked what I what I experienced. Um, I think the different characters played different enough that it would take some finessing. Like, I don't feel like the game would get boring yeah yeah that's a good point because like black widow iron man thor they all feel different and you're all doing things that you would expect them to do absolutely so like i like that and i thought the the encounter you have with black widow and taskmaster was really cool um like it it just seems very it's it felt very cinematic which i think that's kind of what we expect from marvel now obviously these people don't look necessarily like they look like in the mcu but i felt like it played like I was watching an MCU film. So I, I was happy with that. Yeah, um, I agree. I can't wait to to try and play with other people and, and dive in a little bit more to the other characters and get that really into the customization. Now, it was there. I, I played. It sounds like I played more than you did, but I still didn't play as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to experience like the new base there. They have set up there as they rebuild the Avengers and whatnot. So oh. there's, like a, there's like a home hub, and then you go from there on missions to different places. Mm-hmm. Um so, like, really, once you get past that initial uh, intro thing, you really only play as, as Hulk and Kamala, at least for a while. Maybe eventually you get other characters, but it wasn't within, like, the first couple hours because I, I wow. probably played, I think, three or four hours of it, maybe. Um, but, yeah, I really dig it, and I, I can't wait to play it. I think we got, what, no, two weeks? When's it come out? I don't even remember now. Isn't it September 4th? I think so. It's September 4th or 5th. Um, Avengers release date Xbox. Or 4th, yeah. So... Two weeks, two weeks. Yep. 
Um, so I got two more weeks to, to play anything else I'm working on before I get into the full game, but I'm excited for it. I, I like it and I, I think it's, it's promising. And um, as long as they continue to support it and evolve it, cause I know it's an ongoing game. There's gonna be more Avengers coming. There's been stuff that's been leaked. Um, that's talked about some of the extra Avengers that are coming. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with that. But uh, overall I had pretty positive vibes for it. So I'm excited. I mean, what crystal dynamics has done lately I've been a fan of anyway. So to me, it just seemed like it was a no brainer that it was going to be cinematic. Like we talk about, and at least at a level where you could see the trajectory, right? Because nothing, a lot of these games, they don't like launch immediately. Great. Right. Right. Like Anthem. (laughs) Uh, But you, you, you see the starting point and you're like, okay, I could see this getting better or, you know, it's good now and only going to get better. Uh, and that's kind of what I felt like we were looking at was a good starting point. Yeah. Uh, so because I didn't include it in the news stories, but I, I kind of thought I meant to before. Um, so there's been 17 unlockable Avengers that have been leaked potentially by PC Ooh. data miners. So here's the list. Ant-Man, yes. Black Panther, yes. Captain Marvel, okay. Doctor Strange, Falcon, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, mm-hmm. we know. Yeah. Hulkbuster, which I don't know about that being a character because that's Iron Man's ultimate. So I feel like that's just a name thing that happens to be in there. Yeah. Um, Kate Bishop, who is Hawkeye's like protege. Um, so that could just be like a, a, a clone or a skin. Yeah. I say, is that going to be super different? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's gonna be super different. Um, Marvel, who would just in my mind be a clone of Captain Marvel because it's the same powers yeah uh mockingbird and quake from like agents of shield scarlet witch she hulk which could just be a clone of hulk obviously she's thinner but it might work the same way uh vision war machine who would be a clone of iron man just slightly different um wasp and winter soldier so if that's true that's a pretty awesome lineup of yes there's some characters that are similar but a lot of them seem like they would play very different yeah, and it, it feels like they've gone out of their way to try to make them play different if that intro sequence is anything to be. Right. I mean, you're you're shooting with Iron Man's Pulsar uh, mm-hmm. blaster things. You're hand-to-hand combat with Black Widow. You're smashing and throwing things with the Hulk. Yep. Uh, I think Thor felt the most all around. He had a ranged throw yeah. with his hammer, but then also... You know, you're just smashing dudes and doing yeah. basic melee. Um, even Cap felt pretty good. Yeah, Cap felt good, which I which I liked, which is sad that he dies at the beginning of the game. So I'm not <laughs> sure how yeah. often you play as him. But yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, yeah, the more I look at this list, it could be like a lot of these are just clones of each other. Like Falcon and Wasp would probably play very similar because they both have the, the capability of flight. Um, but, you know, there's that fun, like the fun they had with the movie where she, right. they're in beginning and smalling things. That's true. That's true. Uh, but like Scarlet Witch and Dr. Strange, they would probably play pretty similar too. like, as far as like the, the template for them, they'll have their own unique things, of course, but I think you'll have like, you'll have the brawlers, you'll have like the, the stealthy people. Cause like Mockingbird and, and um, Black Widow would be very similar. So like there's those yeah. similar prototypes that have different nuances to them and different, probably like actual um, attacks and, and gadgets and stuff would be different, but they'd, they'd still feel similar. Um, I think. Almost like uh, not classes necessarily, but sort of an overarching. This is the role that they fill in the team. So like stealth, hand to hand combat or tech or, you know, that type of thing. 
And then the next game, Lucas, I got caught up in all the hype of Fall Guys. Yes. Yep. So I, mean, I want to know because I'm there. I'm like, do I buy it? <laughs> it's it's fun. I will I will say that. So like, I got caught up in the hype and I don't have PS Plus. And I'm like, I'm not going to buy PS Plus just for this game. Like, it's, it's stupid. So I was like, maybe I'll buy it on PC. I was like, it looks like my computer could run it. It's not very complicated. But then, you know, Dev had a good call saying, well, look, why don't you flex some of your game review muscles and see if you can get the code? So I was like, all right, I tried, <laughs> got a code within like 20 minutes. I was like, all right, wow. uh, on PC. I couldn't get it on PS4. Uh, I got it on PC, which is fine. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's definitely a game like all streamers like playing it now. People are watching it being played. It's the most watched game now at this point. Um, it's very much like people who don't know. If you imagine that TV uh, game show Wipeout from back in the day, we have like the different obstacles that are bouncy and stuff. Um, it's like that. And you're dropped in with uh, 40 people. And you just run to the end of the course. And some of them are set up different with their seesaws. And you have to balance and go from one to the other without falling off. But the premise is it's just a hot mess of a game where people are just running to one objective that 40 people are all trying to do, by the way. So coordination of that is not easy. Um, and you complete the objectives. And if you're in like the top tier, I think like the first round you start off with 40, 30 move on to the next one, then 20 move on, then 10 move on till the finale. Um, you do four rounds if you survive. Uh, I've never gotten past round three yet. I think that's the farthest I made was round three. Um, and the games are randomly generated, so there's different ones. I've had a little bit of repetition, which I said in our Discord while talking about a little bit uh, on mm-hmm. the Seesaw game, which I, I hate that one to begin with. So the fact it shows up constantly for me is a little disheartening. Um, but you know what? The game is new. The developers flat out have said, uh, Devolver Digital is behind this game, by the way. Uh, they flat out kind of said, like, we weren't anticipating people to like it this much. So they have some work to do and they're, they're doing things. They're doing like fundraisers right now for new skins in the game that people are donating real money to charity for, to get their choice in the game. Um, but it's just fun, man. It's fun. It's easy. I know Donnie played with Sean Capri and some other people. It's like two in the morning, one night playing it. Oh, wow. Like it's just this addictive, fun little loop that you could drop in and out of like really quick. And this is one I've gotten my five-year-old to play. Um, so some of the YouTube people she watches, um, which typically don't always do video games, but sometimes they play like Roblox and stuff like that. So she likes Mm -hmm. playing Roblox because she's seen that. Well, they picked up fall guys. So Mm -hmm. I was like, well, honey, you know, daddy has that game. And she's like, what? I was like, we could play it when daddy's done with work. So we did it and we just kind of swapped the controller. Like, well, I'll play a game. I'll let her play a game. Cause I have to reset the menus for her. She doesn't know quite how to back out of the game and join a new game. Right. Um, but she shocked the heck out of me. So like, I'll put it on for her and then I'll be down here with her anyway, but I'll like go grab the laundry to fold something like that. Mm-hmm. And she goes, daddy, I won. And I look and she did. She's won around twice. Holy cow. And I'm like, wow, you are five. You don't fully even grasp the controller. Like your son is way better than her. As far as like, she just started using a controller for Roblox. Mm-hmm. And I mean, other than like that, I don't think she's ever played a, a computer game other than like mobile stuff on her tablet, you know? Okay. So, so she's it's a different world. Quite- yeah, it doesn't have the muscle memory and stuff developed. Right. So she's won two different mini mini games twice. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. So she likes playing it. She always asks, you know, when daddy's done with the work, can we play with her for an hour? And we'll, we'll do it occasionally. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I just hope it's something that continues to be updated. Because uh, for me personally, as fun as it is, and I think if you play with friends, it would make it even funnier to play mm-hmm. with people that you know. If it's not updated and stuff is added to it, I do see it getting a little old. Um, I think yeah. there are 26 games, I was told. Uh-huh. Um, but obviously, that 26 games is divided between four rounds. 
So like the finale game is always outfitted to outfit only 10 people. So like you never get the game you have in their first round be a be a possibility for your final round. Like yes. there are very specific games that are only final rounds, third rounds, second rounds. First so round. really, it's only like four different games for the first round, four different games for the second. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So that that I can see getting a little old, but I'm sure they will add new things because I think this took off much bigger than they thought. So I think they're trying to find ways of keeping it fresh and keeping it involved. But I mean, when you dethrone like Fortnite and everything else, as far as being like, the most streamed and watched game on on Twitch. That's kind of a big deal for something. So it's like, it, I'd say it'd be very cool. A lot of people are calling for Xbox and, and my, uh, Nintendo Switch support to come as soon as possible, which I'm sure they will. I just don't know how quick, because like I said, I don't think they were, they said flat out they weren't anticipating this kind of response from it, yeah. but it's just fun and funny to play. Well, and I think it has that uh, thing going for it where it's age appropriate for all groups, as far as I know. Oh, totally. um, And I can see them not, knowing if it was going to really catch on because it kind of reminds me of that sort of starting to get overly saturated genre of goofy people flopping around gang beasts and stuff gang beasts and yeah and that stuff you know is is there for a hot minute and then it kind of disappears and uh that could have easily gotten lost in the shuffle but yeah yeah, i mean i was aware of it and that says something because i'm barely aware of anything so And the controls are super simple. I guess you move your character with the joystick. Uh, jump is like the A button. Mm-hmm. So you have one button to jump, one button to dive forward. And then there's a trigger button, which is to grab somebody else because you can kind of grab somebody and try and throw them off or vice versa. Yeah, I saw that. Or sometimes you'll need to jump and grab a ledge to climb up. Okay. So that's really, that's it. There's no other controls. You run, you jump, you dive, you grab. That's it. Dip, dodge, dive, dip. Dodge, duck. Dodge, <laughs> duck. Yeah. That's the one I forgot. It's it's basically Mario controls, like modern day Mario. You've got like three buttons. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And, and it feels like a good, you know, longer Mario Party minigame. Nice. Like each round feels like that. So like there's different dynamics. Some matches you'll, uh, some characters will have um, tails, like, like a raccoon tail. And the objective is you try and run and grab the tail off of them. And then you have the tail. So like at the end, whichever team has the most people with tails on it, win kind of deal. So they do different things like that. Um, but yeah, it just seems like there's there's an infinite possibility to add different games to it to keep it fresh as long as they do it. But like I said, maybe there was no plan for it. They, I really don't think they anticipated this being what it actually turned out to be for people. Can I make an um, admission here? An admission mm-hmm. of guilt? I may have become aware of the game and, and what it contains within because I watched Dr. Disrespect play it. Yeah, you did. I did. I did. Ugh. I don't know why I'm going, ugh. It doesn't really bother me that much. No. But I am. Um, uh, yeah, he has a shtick or whatever. I, 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 we, we won't get too far into it. But I've watched other uh, YouTubers, too, and they all have shticks. And this oh, one yeah. is, I don't know. It's not quite as annoying because when he plays a game, that's kind of where the shtick goes away mostly. Honestly, yes. like he's actually just playing. He'll make comments here and there, but you know, it's not as sticky. I think as people who get upset, like the thing is, Oh, I get really angry when I don't do well or whatever, you know? So I feel like when he's actually playing something, it's at least genuine there. So, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But I'm playing that. So I'll, I'll probably keep dipping into that. As my daughter demands, we keep playing it. I'm going to end up buying it now. Thanks. I think it's 20. I think it's 20 bucks. So it's yeah, not, it's 20. It's not, it's not that bad. Um, last one i played uh was battletoads which actually yeah. came out last night as we were recording um xbox empire it launched early if you had um 
Game Pass. Um, and Seth actually reviewed it, so he got to talk a lot about it on Xbox Empire nice. and his thoughts. And he really, he really liked it. I think he said he gave it a ninety or an eighty-five. Wow. Um, yeah, wow. I I jumped in, and uh, first off, the art style I love. Um, Seth kind of said it really well that it looks like a '90s uh, Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, that's the. I mean, the trailer for it is basically that. I mean, yeah, and I, that's how the game looks like. The game looks like that too. Oh, like good. The I showed my son the trailer. We were just sitting around waiting for something yeah. to happen. And uh, he wanted to watch it multiple times. He loved the trailer. <laughs> he thought it was great. So, Well, the good news is you can play the game together. Uh, it's rated E for everyone. So not there's, there's no language and, and stuff like that. Or, that was or my biggest worry. It's cartoony violence, you know, it's stuff like that. So it's 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 cool. Um, it does play different than the Battletoads of yore, though. And this is something I didn't know because I saw the announcement. I was like, oh, cool. Battletoads. I will totally play that on Game Pass. And I kind of just didn't follow it after that. Because I'm like, whatever. It's Battletoads. What else do I yeah. need to know? There'll be speeder true. bikes and they'll be punching and stuff like like Streets of Rage. You know, it's, it plays like that. Um, and it does. Crashes and pimples. Yes. Um, so you can play if you're playing solo, you can actually control all three toads. Um, what? You, you're, you're one and you can swap out whenever you'd like. Oh, okay. So they have different, they all do the same thing, but slightly different ways. Um, and then you can kind of combo by flipping people out. And and the, the cool mechanic you have there too, is if one character starts getting low on energy or life, you can just switch to somebody else and they drop in with full energy. Like they all have their independent energy bars, mm, which okay. you also need to recover energy by eating flies, of course. Uh, and you'll have to do that per character though. So that's kind of the shtick is you need to keep uh, them so all. Share it. Yeah. Um, but uh, other players can dro- uh, drop in and out at will. Um, and it is the only downside, though, it is couch co-op only. There's no online, which is a little disappointing. That seems to be the theme lately on these Game Pass games is that there's pretty much only local co-op. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little bit disappointing, but it's fun. It, the The one thing that I will warn people, if you're a Battletoads enthusiast of your um, the gameplay is different. So, yes, you have some stages where you're doing the beat em ups. Um, the mm-hmm. speeder bike stage actually was a lot of fun and not super frustratingly hard. Um, but the stages, as Seth said, they're all different and they are different style games. Um, okay. Some levels are all mini games, like completely out of the normal realm of Battletoads. You just punch and mm-hmm. kick people like I, I did the first level. And then the, the second level was all the Battletoads have to go back to reality and get part time jobs. So one of them was acting as the massage therapist. So you had to hit like the bumpers to chop the person in the back. And then it went to the next person who was uh, sending emails at an office. So you were typing by tapping the controls and then the computer breaks. You had to punch it. And then you'd stop <laughs> and listen to office, uh, office gossip at the water cooler. And then you go back to work and you do it again. That's and then, amazing. Like, the third person it. did something different. So it was like all these different kind of mini games and different gameplay styles put into one. Uh, into one game so i've only gotten like four or five levels in the levels are relatively short they're about 10 minutes long depending on the level itself um but they all well except for that mini game one was only like three minutes it was super short um but yeah i've only played like those different different things like mini game style speeder bike was one level um and then i've done two brawler levels after like maybe an hour of gameplay so um, Seth said it takes about four hours, three and a half hours to four hours to beat the game. So it's not super long, okay. um, but he's really enjoying it. And it's fun. And once again, it's on Game Pass, so it's not going to cost you anything to try it out. But I definitely think in your case, this is one you and your son can play together because you can help him out. And the controls, once again, are just really simple. You just punch, kick, eat flies. Um, there are some more complex dynamics, but you don't have to use them. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's cool. pretty fun. So I think everyone should check it out. 
Nice. That's very encouraging. Yes, it's nice. Um, but that's enough from us, everybody. It's time to hear what you have to say. So let's go on and check out the messages. Message for you, sir. Uh, first one came in from Takeda, who asks, Lucas, who misses who more when we are apart? And he's referencing that because you weren't here last week. Yes, that's true. Um, I don't know, because I don't know if I miss you or if I miss doing the show. Oh, that's fair. Because now I it's a little bit of both. You know, I can't I don't think I can separate the show from you uh, because this is really my only gaming outlet now to talk about what Mm. I'm doing. So I did have a few days and moments where I'm just like, man, I better remember this stuff, because when we do the show, I want to make sure I have something good to (laughs) talk about. You know, Um, I don't know. Do you do you? Do you miss do you miss me when I'm gone? I did miss you. Um and I'll tell you why. So like like you said I'm I was still here. So I couldn't miss the show, but I fully appreciate what you're saying. It's hard to, to separate the two. Um because it's it's a different kind of show when you're not here. Uh the vibe and kind of the flow of how we work things is very much routine. It's a, it's a comfort food. Uh yeah, we have this rhythm, true. we have this flow which works and you know, while I'm grateful for anybody who jumps in and helps out, not everybody can capture that flow. So I feel myself having to change because I have, you know, this person on the show or that person on the show. Um, and it just doesn't feel the same. So that makes me miss you. I will say, however, I think Jason did a great job because of this show is very much flux opposed light with gaming mixed in. So the vibe he was already used to. Yeah. So he picked, he picked up a lot of beats and stuff like that. Yes. There were no musical inside jokes as there typically are with us, but Hey, you know, <laughs> we can't ask for everything. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I haven't listened yet, but I'm sure he did an excellent job. He did. He uh, I, I did. I did say, I think I said this on air. If not, I'll say it on air now was uh, I found it weird. So you're working on a project, which is why you weren't on. And I guess like every other week for right now, you're not going to be on while you're doing this. I realized you got the timing probably wrong (laughs) because you're, you're doing three shows the week like this week. And then next week you're doing no shows except for flux to pose as opposed to taking off the wrong week yeah but yeah that's true but it kind of worked out anyways you okay. know now that you say that you're right um but <laughs> we didn't have an actual flux to post show as normal this week yeah so yeah. it didn't really end up mattering so i guess we'll have to figure that out after yeah. this because i mean like um, next week it, it will because you unless you're changing your mind you won't be doing this show but you also won't be doing the projects so <laughs> the project this weekend so yeah like, it's kind of weird how he's doing this but okay I think it's because when we were scheduling, we just did two weeks out and then didn't take anything else into account. We were just like two weeks from now, it'll be fine. Yeah. And I'm bad with that. So I was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Cool. No problem. Just let me know. Just let um, me know. I'll be here. I never leave. Yeah. So if you change your mind, just let me know. But otherwise, yeah, we poked a little fun at you for that. So that's okay i don't i mean i have displayed my inability to understand math and numbers and all measures so it's just another example of why i hate numbers and we shouldn't use them i never do we don't i mean you learn that math in school you never use it again exactly i don't even have a phone number that's how much i hate numbers (laughs) you have morse code you or do we or do we call like operator operator like back in the day like, operator please connect me to lucas rose right now right away exactly i actually have a number where it's just spelled out Oh, yeah. I mean, from their end, it's still number. I mean, it's just dial tones, right? Yeah. It's not really a number. 
That's fair. 1-800-CALL-SAM. I don't know if anybody gets that reference, but I think that might be a regional thing. (laughs) Like a lawyer nearby in your area? It sounds like that, yeah. It it sounds like something like that. We have our own up here, not named Sam, but yes, it's, I, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Justin, uh, Jay Pickard uh, had sent in two uh, questions for us. Um, First one, (laughs) these are weird ones, buckle up, Lucas. Would you rather be forced to wear shoes that are one full size too small for the rest of your life or lose one finger, but you can choose the finger? Hmm. Well, see, the problem with these questions is that some smarty always is like, well, I would just choose the shoes and then I would never wear shoes. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So let's just assume, I guess, that you have to wear shoes because I actually I enjoy wearing shoes. Mm -hmm. I hate not wearing shoes. I'm with you. Uh, I don't know. I'm a mess when I'm not wearing shoes. If there's a puddle, I'll step in it. Yeah. Uh, Floors are always slippery earlier when I don't have shoes on. Um, But is it really that inconvenient to wear too, too small of shoes? You know what I mean? I mean, for me, no. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I think that bugged the hell out of me. Like one full size. That's what is that? Like an inch too small. Like that's, that's gotta be substantial. It's not like they're tight. Like cut your toenails. You'll be good. That's that's not how it works. Yeah, but wouldn't it be even more inconvenient to be missing a finger? Like, how are you going to hold a controller if you don't have a a pinky finger? I'm sure it can be done, but do you really want to have to figure that out? Yeah, but you can lose, like, this finger, and you don't really use this finger, your ring finger in gaming. How will I get married if I don't have a ring finger? You have another hand. (laughs) Doesn't count. (laughs) Oh, wait, I can choose the finger. That's right. Uh, Wait a minute. How can I get married if I don't have a... Oh, never mind. Never mind. (laughs) Uh, I don't. So I'm too. I, I don't want a finger. I don't want to be a part of me cut off. I'm a wussy. I don't want that to. Yeah. Happen well. Yeah. Forever in pain, instead of one moment of blinding pain. So one full size is. I'm trying to figure out this math. These these are freaking weird. So I was wrong. It's those way, numbers again. I told you they're. It's useful. true. It's way less than an inch, 100%, because the difference between size four and size five is eight and a half inches is a size five, eight and three sixteenths inches is a size four. So it's really not that much of a difference, I guess, like a quarter of an inch. Why do we inch. even have half sizes then, if that's the case? Right. So that's the thing. It's like eight, eight and three eighths is four and a half, and then eight and a half is five. So, I mean, I guess it's just it's more like, like you'd walk around with your toes crunched up. Yeah, yeah. Well, which and eventually it wouldn't be the end of the world. You got to think women. So women wear those heels. Like that's right. what I that's what I've thought about a lot. Is high heels cannot be comfortable. No, because, they're sliding forward constantly. <laughs> right. And typically their their toes are wedged into like what is sometimes a point on a heel. Like yeah. the toe in a heel is never really always rounded. It's always like these weird shapes where I'm like, "Well, that doesn't look comfortable at all either." So how does that work? Yeah. Well, and you got to think your feet would eventually just mold that way <laughs> curl into yeah i mean that's like yeah that's what they do in uh other cultures they wrap their feet to make them as small as possible that's it true beautiful. so maybe we would have beautiful feet in oh, some cultures go. all right i guess i'm with you i, curled, I was curled up I, and gnarled feet are beautiful <laughs> i i guess i guess the shoe i uh, i'm like you like i wouldn't want the pain of losing a finger and i feel like that would just haunt me forever not having a finger the phantom finger yeah the next like, metal gear solid <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> so many jokes I want to make, but I can't. I know. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I I guess I'm going with the shoe for the same reason. I just find that to be queasy not having a finger. It's a shoe in. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Justin's other question: uh, the two of <laughs> this is a great question. The two of us win an all-inclusive weekend vacation trip, awesome. but have to share a full-size bed. That's so, going to get used. First off, we win a vacation together. Not you win one with your wife, I win one with my wife. No, somehow it's just right. you and I win one, Lucas. But you know, it is what stipulated. it is. Stipulated. Yeah. How do we sleep? Uh, butt to butt, nuts to butts. I guess nuts to nuts would be another option. Uh, who is the big spoon? Who is the little spoon in this scenario? And the destination can be of our choosing. So I guess where would we go first, Lucas? Where would be your pick for an all-inclusive weekend? If I could go anywhere, mm-hmm. dude. With me, with me. So it's not, with it's you. not anywhere. Yeah. So it's getting, we, it okay. I think I've said this before, but you coming has no, it doesn't change it at all. Okay. And that would be Japan. Because I think we could do a lot of fun gaming-related stuff, arcades. See, we're already there. It's already happening. I like that. Okay, Uh, I agree. Japan is great. I was going to go Disney World, but Japan is also great. So I I like that. Yeah, that's true. Disney would be not bad, too. Because the two of us in Disney without kids. Food stuff. We could do a bunch of food stuff. Yep. Eat things. Drink things. We drink and we know things. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so either one, Japan or Disney for me, that's that's great. Okay. Okay, so full-size bed. How are we sleeping? I si- no size full bed. Full size would make me think it's king. I think they're saying, I think he's saying it's a size full, as in it's barely sleeps two people. Yeah, yeah, that's full. Okay, I, as you put size full, that's kind of weird. I read it as like full size full. It's, because yeah, of the twin bed, king size. Yeah. Well, I'm sleeping on the floor. <laughs> I, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, what's the option? Why can't one of us sleep on the floor? So it's a weekend trip. You get the bed one day, I get the bed the other day. And then we both sleep on the floor on the third day. Oh, I guess if there's a third day. That's true. Uh, um, here's the thing. I generally face away from anybody I'm sleeping with, which has been my wife for however many years. I don't know. Uh, Jason and I have shared a bed one time. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's how we did it. it was ass to ass. And I can't be the little spoon because I I, I got to be free, man. I can't be. Well, what I does it say? Very particularly. Right. And I, and I'm with you. I would I would face away. Uh, I don't always face away, but I do find myself a lot. I'll wake up in that position if I didn't fall asleep in that position. Um but let's say you fall asleep first, Lucas. Okay. In in your your method away from me. And I decide I want to snuggle. <laughs> would you or would you not be offended if you then became the little spoon? Depends on how hot it is, I guess. That is very fair. <laughs> um yeah, I typically when I'm on vacation, I crank the air conditioner. So, oh, thank goodness, we'll get along well then. Cause... Oh yeah, my wife complains She's like it's so cold. I'm like whatever, it's, we're not paying the bill. Put on an extra blanket. Do you I feel how it. much heat is emanating from this right here? Right. I'm a right. I'm a nuclear power plant practically. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I we, think this away could from work. Here. Yeah, but let's we... go win an all inclusive weekend and not explain to our wives why we're not taking them. It's about we have to run together. <gasps> I need you to trust me, <laughs> but I'm going to be gone for the weekend. <laughs> It was a stipulation. I have to go, Luke. It'd really be more of a weekend because it, I mean, if it was only three days, well, two nights. Mm, yeah. It would be to go to Japan would be like, what, 16 hours or something like that. So oh, shoot. 14. I didn't even think of that. So it would be like a day and a half of travel. Well, yeah, but they normally factor that in with those trips because the the weekend trip just means you'll be sleeping there in the weekend. Ah, so we, so we would just Thursday. fly earlier. But I think. I don't sleep on planes. 
So I don't yeah, know. Me either. I think I'd be really jacked up once we landed. We might lose yeah. like a whole day. You're like that. Would yeah, suck. we'd be. Re- that's the problem. We'd be wrecked and jet lagged for. <sighs> All right, let's let's go back to Disney World. And Epcot has a Japan Pavilion. Oh, which we can still get the food. There's tons of souvenirs that come from Japan in in Japan and Epcot. And the workers in Epcot, as you go to the different countries in the World Showcase, they're mm-hmm. actually from that country. So it's basically the same wow. thing, right? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it's the only, it's the version that I feel the most comfortable as an American experiencing because I know yeah. I can just leave if I feel like I'm in danger. Yeah, if if we get weirded <laughs> out by the food, uh, the- let's see, Japan is sandwiched in between um, America, so you can go get like a burger. Okay, I think on the other side is Italy. See, the Italy or France is right next to it. I think it's Italy. So I mean. We're fine. We're, well, yeah, we'll be good. Yeah, I think I like that. I like you know, that. Th- that might be our better thing. Let's go to Epcot and let's eat around the world. Let's spend a day and we just go to each country <laughs> in there and have some sort of food. Doesn't need to be a full meal. We, you know, Mexico's first. We maybe we get some chimichangas. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Just... Spicy food first. That seems like a bad idea. Okay. Well, all right. So if you go in reverse, so one direction, if you go, we'll have Mexico. The other one, the first is Canada. So we can start with the poutine. Okay. Okay. I like that. Then, then there's like the UK, um, France, Italy, Japan, America, Germany. Um, then it lapses for a little bit, and there's like fake countries that don't actually have like food in them. Uh, but then you get to like Netherlands, oh, China, Netherlands, and um, then Mexico. I can't believe I just did that off the top of my head. I I can't, I'm just sitting it, here like, wow. Well, the reason I had to move is because I'm visualizing myself walking into Epcot Going and there. looking at the lake and the pavilion and how it's laid out. So that's exactly why. That's why I turned. Sorry. Well, <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. We'll be like two little very hungry caterpillars and just eat a hole through yeah. everything. That's and set. then we can go and test track and soaring. Yeah, because they'll have stuff to do. Yeah. And that's just one day. We could do that one day. We still have Wait. another day to do something else. We, we, we can go to Star Wars Land and Hollywood Studios for the second day. But we'll also be in Florida. Yeah. So there's that. Let's just. I mean, I mean, no, ma- <laughs> no matter how awesome it is to go to Disney, you're you in the back of your mind, you still remember I'm in Florida. Yeah. If you stay on Disney property, though, you you forget because so, you're no longer in Florida. You're in Disney World. Like that's a very different thing. But I totally get like if we had to go out, like let's say let's say we didn't eat at the park. We're like, oh, I'm hungry. Let's go. Let's go someplace and eat. We had to venture yeah. out to the normal world. Yeah, totally scary. It's Florida. <laughs> it's like when you go to those countries and they're like, like uh, you'll take a cruise and you get off the boat and they're like, oh, stay God. within the fenced area. <laughs> Dude, I, I've been on two cruises in my life and both times. Like the first one, we went off the island and we were on, on the island for like 30 minutes. And then me and my wife were both like, you want to go back? I don't feel safe. And she's like, yeah, let's go back. <laughs> we just stay in the ship. Uh, the next time we got off that ship was it was a Disney cruise was at Disney's private island. So like oh. you got off the island, it was Disney. Like there was no nothing else. So I was like, okay, I can walk around here, no problem. The cruise we went on last year or two years ago, we didn't even get off the boat. <laughs> we just stayed on the boat. Everyone left for the day. We had like the whole ship to ourselves. Like this is great. That's the real vacation right there. Yeah. It's when nobody's around. Yep. Sat on the deck, played Mario Odyssey. She read a book. It's all good. Nice. Yeah. All right. That could be us. <laughs> could could be maybe we do a cruise, and don't leave the boat because then we can eat whatever we want whenever we want. We can drink a lot. Because it's a cruise. We it's all inclusive. So the, so the booze is included. Wow. Don't have to clean up ourselves. We'd still have a small bed because all the cruiser rooms are like the rooms are normally small. That might be that might be the answer. I feel like there's no wrong answer, really. 
That's true. As long as we're together. Together. Oh. All right. That's enough of that, people. <laughs> this is what you do to us. So please send us your questions next week so we can do the same thing. Uh, you can let us know in the Discord, of course. We'll reach out the day that we record. Uh, or you can tweet at me at PSVG Kevin if you have something any other time and you want to ask, and we will add it to the docket for the next episode. Uh, but now, Lucas, it's been a week, so it's time, as always, for us to check out the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard. And this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. Mm. What do you got first, sir? Uh, let's talk about EA subscription service coming to Steam mm. on August the 31st. We'll get your thoughts on this. So a few days ago, EA announced their subscription service. EA Play would mm-hmm. be coming to Steam. Now we know it's happening August 31st. EA Access, the subscription for consoles, and Origin Access, which is its PC counterpart, has been consolidated and rebranded into EA Play, which is why I didn't I didn't know that. So I was like, yeah. what is the EA Play? I don't understand. Sure. Uh, which you get their access. Uh, you get access to their library of games at the $5 tier. You get uh, 10% off EA game purchases. Woohoo. And you get to play. Now, here's the really confusing part. You get to play new releases up to 10 days ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. For up up to 10 hours. Yeah, that's what console does. Yep. But, okay. It just seems weird to me, I guess. Maybe it's just it's, me. It's like a, yeah, because you, you can like play a all trial. the games. Yeah, you can play all the games in the vault. And then when a new game comes out, it's like, hey, you get to play it early, but only for 10 hours. And then we'd like for you to buy the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's like they're still cheap enough to make this the first the first taste is free it well and it's tough too because initially when when ea started this the access typically games would end up in the vault meaning you'd be able to access that through ea access you know six to eight months after okay um but like jedi fallen order now isn't in it yet okay so it's still been it's been been almost almost a year right yeah oh has it been oh yeah because november yeah it came out in november you're right yeah oh Wow. Okay. So, well, then they have the EA Play Pro, which is $15 a month. So you're paying $10 more. And then you just get to play the games when they first come out. So you do have that option. However, well, hold on. Yeah. I could be wrong here, but I'm the way I'm reading this, this version of the service, although it should because it's a big price difference, this version of the service removes the 10-hour restriction on new games and lets you play the latest titles early and for as long as you want. Does that mean you get to play it forever or you can only play it those 10 days early as much as you want, meaning you could play for those 10 days for more than 10 hours? Oh, but you still have to buy I the game. I hope not. Good Lord. I don't know. That would be awful. That would make me hate it even more. I mean, $15 is already bad enough, but... yeah. I guess I, I guess it can't be. I mean, that's a big price jump from thirty to one hundred a year. Yeah, but I mean, that's less than two games at full retail. So if you were like buying Madden, if you were like a sports guy and you buy Madden and FIFA every year, it would just be cheaper for you to do EA Play than buy those two games at launch. <laughs> yeah, and you'd get all true. their games. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, um, sorry to interrupt. Oh no, it's okay. Uh, it doesn't matter though because if you're a Steam, uh, if you are Steam only. If mm-hmm. that's the only thing that you you get down with, and you want to start dabbling in the EA Play, you only got one option. That's the the basic level. That's the only one that's coming to hmm. Steam. And if you do do this, 
you still have to have Origin installed, and any game that you play will go through Steam or Origin anyway. Origin. So it still has the launch. So what's the point? Exactly. That was what I was going to ask you. Are they just? Are they basically admitting, okay, we were wrong. Origin was stupid, and now we have to just sort of leech onto Steam and hope that somehow people see it and sign up for it. But why not just shut down Origin? <laughs> right. Right. Like, not are, still launch in there. Like launch their Steam, like everything else does. They're all. They already are putting some of their games on there. Yeah, now they have I know their, that. Yeah their access thing on there. I mean, I guess it, how would it work if it was only through steam, right? How would you make the billing and that type of thing work? That's true. They don't really do a subscription model for yeah, different. That's things. fair. It just seems weird. Yeah. I don't I like mean, it. I guess, Lucas. I guess they do do subscription services now. It's just still Not really. Separate. They're just, yeah, it's just more like an ad in Steam to do that. It's like when you buy gift cards to other stores at stores that aren't the store that you bought the gift card <laughs> yes, from. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, so you go to like the grocery store and they have a section of like, here's the Home Depot gift card. Why don't you just go to Home Depot? <laughs> exactly. I can't be bothered to do that. <sighs> it's so strange. And I'm glad you thought that because I think it is too. What is I, the deal? I don't understand. Uh, it's EA. Who cares? Exactly. Um. All right. So control, you know, in, I, I shouldn't say indie darling, but darling game of last year for a lot of folks. Yes. Had had some issues last week, Lucas, where they basically came out and said, hey, guess what? If you have control and you want to play it next gen, well, you're going to have to buy it again. Or you're going to have to buy the ultimate edition now on your previous gen, and then you can play it on next gen. So okay. if you were an early adapter, an early supporter of control, and even if you bought the DLC... You don't get to take it with you. You have to buy the Ultimate Edition, which is the same game with the same DLC, Lucas, but a different skew to be able to play it next gen. So all the companies are like, hey, you'll get to upgrade the game for free. Control, Control's publisher, by the way, I shouldn't say it's not the developers, are saying, nope, you not only have to buy the game again, you have to buy it again on the same console. Even if you bought all the DLC and all the content, you're literally getting nothing else other than the ability to play it next gen. Now... My first thought is, well, if they're bringing it over, if there was nothing that ever said that you're, you know, you're going to be able to play this mm-hmm. when you buy one on either platform. I mean, can, you can't really just say that all these games that came out two, three years ago that are launching on the next platform. Like, you can't just say, well, you bought it four years ago. Here's your free upgrade to be able to play it on the net. Because like Grand Theft Auto did the same thing, really, when Xbox One and yep. Yep. Uh, PlayStation came out, I believe. Yes. But at the same time, you have all these other people who are saying, well, yeah, you'll be able to uh, play it on the next generation consoles. No problem. And when you brought up the, the DLC point, it does seem like, well, if you bought the Ultimate Edition already, we'll say, why wouldn't you have the I mean, if it's a separate skew, give them a code voucher or something. Yeah. So it, then it, I then I kind of see, yeah, okay, maybe that doesn't make any sense. Why why would you have to buy an entire like the complete package again for sixty dollars? Right. Yeah, or that's the thing. Or whatever. Yeah, it's it's a little less this time. So like they, they initially announced that Control Ultimate Edition last week um, was coming out, but existing Control players have been confused regarding the next next gen upgrades. Specifically, 505, who's the publisher, said that only the Control Ultimate Edition buyers would get a free upgrade to the enhanced versions for PS5 and Xbox Series X. 
In its okay. post Thursday, the publisher reiterated that, yes, that's actually the case. Current control players using the original base game and the expansions or season passes will not have any way to play the upgraded version for the new consoles. The only way for them to do it is to rebuy the game in the Control Ultimate Edition, which costs $40. But it is literally, Lucas, the same game. There's no enhancements for the Ultimate Edition. There's no nothing. It's just oh. somehow that version only will upgrade to the next-gen version, which is weird. They said every avenue we pursued, there was some form of blocker, and those blockers meant at least one group of players ended up being left out of the upgrade for various reasons. As of today, we can't offer an upgrade to everyone, and leaving out one group seems unfair. We understand that is not what you wanted to hear. So it, it's very strange. So like, you know, CD Projekt Red said Cyberpunk 2077, Crystal Dynamics with Avengers, you're getting free upgrades to the next-gen version. Uh, Microsoft Smart Delivery Program is doing it as well. Uh, Electronic Arts is doing it as well in, in a slightly different way with Madden and FIFA. Um, they call it dual entitlement that offers a free next-gen upgrade during a set time period. So not forever. Sounds but very hey, can, I think that's But I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Like, I think that's fair because they don't want people getting an Xbox Series X next year, buying a used copy of Madden for $5 and getting the, the current gen version. Like I right. get it. If it's for three, four months upon the console launch, I, I think that's fair. And it, once again, to your point, we didn't get that last gen. People were just like, oh, well, too bad. You had to buy it again. Yeah. You know, um, 2K Sports is one of the few publishers choosing not to offer a free upgrade um they were pricing and they were pricing the version ten dollars more than the current gen game so it's kind of the wild west of how you know publishers and developers down. are doing something but it seems this seems very anti-fan which is kind of weird because it seems like this game was really uh, you know brought out of obscurity by fans because i feel like this game it was a great game but i feel like also if people didn't tout how great it was this is a game that would have got lost in the shuffle and I yeah. think a lot of people would have missed out. It would have been like a cult game versus a mainstream success. So it's a little weird, but it is very, it is weird when you, when you break it down like that and you see what everybody else is doing, um, uh, it feels their explanation actually makes it worse because yeah. it feels more, if you're talking about unfair, it feels more. So <laughs> to leave out one group, you leave out. If that's unfair to that one group, there's probably a lot less people there upset about it than and everybody just pissing off everyone it yeah. just sounds like you want to make money that's all it does yep yep they, and they, they did clarify a little bit saying if you have the the version so like donnie and i have control now the base version and, and the, the dlc we have it mm-hmm. um if we choose not to buy this new 40 dollars skew they said today we will be able to play it via backwards compatibility but it's going to be the last gen version so it's not going to have the enhanced uh, graphics it might load quicker because it's just simply the way that the new consoles are going to work yeah but we're not going to get enhanced visuals enhanced sound or anything of that nature at all like it'll just be like playing the same game via like an emulator well i guess there's that yeah but i mean that's that's not even i hate to say it's not even their choice but it's not like a- xbox and sony have both said y- your games are going to be compatible yeah, next gen. that, that so was out of their hands like like they didn't do anything to do it they're just like yeah that was the that was there microsoft were, and sony saying we're gonna allow this game to work you know last gen's version will work on this gen so they didn't they're do reminding do you that. of a feature <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah wow I, I don't know man it's really sad yeah i it's a bad look i mean uh-huh. i guess they're not really they're not really beholden to anyone at the end of the day but i think they're actually going to lose out more yeah then they're going to gain from doing that. So what else you got? Well, 
so I this came to uh, the forefront of my eyeballs when I was on Discord, and I believe Donnie shared this news about Oculus. Oculus VR headsets will require, soon, will require Facebook accounts. Now, if that's shocking to you, I don't know how shocking it should be because... <laughs> They are owned by Facebook and they have been owned by Facebook for a Facebook for a long time. Well, it feels like a long time now anyway, uh, right. in, in the grand scheme of everything. And I guess, I guess it's kind of popular to hate on Facebook. They do have their problems. Sure. You know, they have privacy issues and all this stuff. Absolutely. I'm sure I don't know the, the, the ins and outs of it all, but starting in October, new Oculus VR headset owners will need a Facebook account if they want to use their device. The message okay. from Oculus doesn't leave any room for misinterpretation. Everyone using an Oculus device for the first time will need to log in with a Facebook account. Existing Oculus headset owners will be able to keep using their standalone Oculus accounts for now, which is just tied to an email address such as mine. Come 2023, however, their accounts will no longer be supported and they will lose full functionality, whatever that means, after three years of changes to the software. Um, so they were acquired in 2014, six years ago, and they're only just now requiring, I guess it's the word require, right? I assumed yeah. integration would have happened at some point. And there might be. You might be able to sign in using a Facebook account right now. It's just not mandated. Right. I guess their hope is that they want to bring that whole friend network into their Oculus storefront. If you're friends with them on Facebook, you will be able to see that they're in VR. And I'm sure the whole VR landscape eventually is going to open up where you can be on Facebook and do something in VR without having to open the Oculus store, you know, something of that nature. Yeah. So I'm sure it's all just setting up for the technology to move forward. Uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. Do you remember uh, Paul Merlucky, mm -hmm. the founder yep. of Oculus? He had said apparently in the past that when this all, when they were being bought out by Facebook, that he had said that they were not, they weren't going to make changes like this. But now he's responded to this news on Reddit by saying, I want to make clear that those prom not that he has anything to do with the company. Right. He's left. I want to make clear that those promises were approved by Facebook in that moment and an on and on an ongoing basis. And I really believed it would continue to be the case for a variety of reasons. Right. In hindsight, the downvotes that he got on Reddit from people with more real world experience than me were definitely justified. Basically saying the downvotes equated to, I don't believe that that's going to be the case. They will definitely pull hmm. something like this. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about that? As a non, you have no no uh, iron in the fire here. What? Yeah. Like, I get people's hesitation for a Facebook account. Like, I have one, but I, like you, barely really use it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a way for me to save pictures of my kids because it'll save them and yeah. my wife will tag me and things, but I really don't use it a whole heck of a lot. Occasionally I do. Um, so I don't really have a problem with it. And I mean, honestly, I think a lot of people's problems with Facebook right now is like their data being taken and marketed and this and that. Mm -hmm. Listen, everybody does that now at this point. Like you, you can't, if you're online pretty much at all, your privacy is not intact. Like, I, I know this isn't the same, but I Googled a monitor that we were talking about in PC yeah. Masterface one time, mm -hmm. and now I'm getting YouTube ads about yep. it. Yep. That same thing happened to me. Somebody posted, um, 
ironically enough, it was on Facebook, uh, a workout thing. They're like, hey, I got this new thing. I forget what it was called. Um, and like, I never thought it would work and it's working out great. I've lost X amount of pounds. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. But like, well, what is this? So I Googled it. Now, no, no, no. Gorilla bow or something like that. It's resistance it. bands, but it's on like a bow, like an actual bow and arrow. Oh. Um, stupid expensive. It's like $500 for essentially a bow and arrow bow without any arrows. You don't even get any arrows. Look, so, um, but now I every time I, well, <laughs> um, but now every time I go on YouTube and you get those ads in like the middle, it's always ads for that now. So I, I, I completely understand like it, it happens like that. That's a real thing. And that's why I'm like, I, I feel like we don't have the privacy anymore anyway, but if you don't want a Facebook account, but you want to use Oculus. Yeah. I mean, they own it so they can, they can say what they want. It's like Apple. Now I get this isn't quite the same because you didn't need it before. And now you're going to need it, but this is like Apple, with their their, their I was gonna say iPod, which doesn't matter now. So you have an iPhone, you have to have an iTunes account. Yeah, you don't. You don't. There's no fans or buts. Whether you want it or not, you have to have it. I kind of see it like that. Although I get people being upset because like, well, I never needed it before, and now I do. But lots of companies do that. Um, they make you have a, a unique ID for whatever you're using. Uh, EA, uh, UB, UB, Play, or whatever it's called. Um, mm-hmm. All those things require you to have a separate logon for that. Uh, Epic, you know, requires a separate one. Then Steam requires a separate one. Like I, I get that you need a unique identifier. It's kind of weird that your social network is being used as your unique login, but it's it's their company, and they, maybe this maybe this is a ploy to to work in you know um, Facebook gaming more into it as well. Because yeah, I remember they're taking on that stuff head on now too. Well, and they addressed it a little bit. Uh, there's a quote here: "Giving people a single way to log into Oculus using their Facebook account and password will make it easier to find, connect, and play with friends in VR." We know that social VR mm-hmm. has so much more to offer, and this change will make it possible to integrate many of the features people know and love on Facebook. So it's not like they're doing it for no reason; they're yeah. doing it for Facebook reasons. Which I don't know if that really helps VR in any way, but I, yeah. Facebook and VR combined seems awful, but yeah. I also didn't think we'd have video phones that said, you know, they're just, what is it? Portal or whatever. Oh yeah. That, yeah. Facebook portal. Yep. It's like who buys a dedicated device that does one thing, but it's video chat. You know, I didn't think that was going to be a thing, but apparently it is. And they sell devices to do it. So it's not a surprise to me. And yeah. I don't think it, we should be in as much of an uproar. And you know what? Spend your money elsewhere if you really care that much. Like, I don't have a choice because I already have an Oculus Rift. Go buy a Vive. Go buy a Vive. Go buy a Samsung Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Plenty of other options. So, of course, you might be locked out of Oculus Store, but Steam Store sells just about everything you'd want. Just about. Just about. Fair enough. Um. Some bad news came today, which we don't have a lot of details about, Lucas, but this is one that both you and I cared about this game. Um, yes. Lead writer and director fired from Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Um, mm. The publisher and developer of Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2 fired the game's creative director and lead writer, and it doesn't sound like an amicable departure. Paradox Interactive and Hardsuit Labs announced a dismissal in a blog post on Wednesday saying that Brian Mitsoda, who is also lead writer of the original game, Oof. and director Kai Clooney are no longer part of the team at Hardsuit Labs. This is a joint decision made by leadership of Hardsuit and Paradox Interactive. Um, Mitsoda, in a statement to Rock Paper Shotgun, called the changes an unpleasant surprise that this came to uh, came as a shock to me is underselling it. He had noted that he's done five years of work on this game and he's incredibly disappointed and frustrated to say that this is where it ends for me on the project. I was not yeah. part of any conversations that led to this decision 
that led to the decision to delay production. He was fired on July 16th. So my knowledge, there was no delays caused by bloodlines to narrative department. So I, I, I was going to say, I don't understand why you let go of somebody so important when their job is basically done is what I would think. You just got these last few things to, I mean, I mean, I guess it's delayed to 2021 and I don't think it has a time frame, but, so Every I guess time we saw it, it seems like out. it was pretty well along. So unless they're rebooting it, but I mean, you you got rid of you got rid of the director and the writer, the huge voices, right? Of the creative control side of this. So unless the they're feel. going with something totally different, how do you get rid of them and continue on with it being the same game? I feel like that's impossible. And who steps into that role now after five years of work have, has been done? Like we saw, we saw what that happened to Justice League, the movie. <laughs> yeah, it exactly. didn't end well for anybody. It's hard to go into somebody else's house and start rearranging yeah. their things when it's already set. Like you, it doesn't feel good. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Not not only on a professional level, but for the outcome of the game. Unless they really are locked down, and now they're just you know polishing but it's an out it could be a year out so and you'd still want to keep the director i feel like maybe not the writer you won't need but yeah the studio has only said it needed more time to complete a stable and polished product yeah so bloodlines 2 will launch on playstation 4 windows pc xbox one with versions of ps5 and xbox series x also in development um they've reached out to paradox uh, representatives to ask for further comment on why they were dismissed publisher declined to comment so they're they're not even saying why they're just saying they're gone it seems like unless it's something really bad which in this day and age it could be um you would just let the game come out and then then fire them and just be like hey we really appreciate the work you've done but creative reasons blah 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 yeah not fire them before the game comes out that seems really bad (laughs) that seems they they don't care were they hanging out with Dr. Disrespect or something? They just got banned <laughs> yeah. from their job? I don't know. And now they can't. Uh, we don't comment on terms yeah. of service. Uh, what What is the trend of this? We're not going to tell you why you're fired stuff going on. Like, that's really, really weird. It is. I remember that, before you couldn't fire somebody for no reason. You had I, to give them a reason. Like I was going to say, and it had to be very specific reasons that didn't apply to certain factors like right. age and religion and stuff. And now it's just like, we don't have to tell you why you're fired. Get out of here. Game's Crazy. done. It's crazy. That's awful. Um, got anything else? Yeah. You know me. I like to churn up the rumor mill every mm. once in a while, even though it probably makes me look like a big dumb dumb. Uh, Prince of Persia remake mm. leaked and could be announced next month. Poor Ubisoft, right? They can't keep any secrets. Keep anything <laughs> down. No. Uh, so game listings for PlayStation 4 and Switch, which that's pretty interesting, titled Prince of, Pre- Prince of Persia remake. <laughs> appeared briefly on Guatemalan retailer Max's website. However, it was spotted by a Twitter user. Uh, retailers often put games that they think might be coming out of their blah, might be coming out of their databases as placeholder entries all the time. And so it would be incredibly easy to brush this off as a bit of wishful thinking on Max's part. I like the idea that there's this guy, this guy in Guatemala named Max, and he just controls all the game sales. <laughs> Hello, I am Max.com, and I sell. Why games. does he have a British accent? He's from Guatemala. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised on what's going on in okay. Guatemala. All right, fair enough. Uh, Jason Schreier had to chime in, and he says he made a tweet once, and it said, "Video game retailers sure love leaking Ubisoft's surprised announcements." <laughs> Which he, is funny because he has a long history of doing so. 
<laughs> of leaking stuff. Exactly. So it, 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 he, he, he tends to have a lot of weight in these matters. I'd yeah. say yeah, he I claims agree. that this remake is meant to be a surprise announcement, meaning that we could see it next month at the next Ubisoft Ford event. Right. I, I, I forget. I, feel. That, I forget that these E3 has really changed the way people present things. Where like we're now, instead of getting one presentation from Ubisoft a year, we're going to get one every other month. It's just a shotgun blast of who decides what. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, I mean, that, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, honestly, it's not it's not huge for me. Um, and I feel like I need to know which one it was. And that's what they talk about further on in this article is that, I mean, my hope would be the like the 2003 version. I have pretty good uh, memories oh, of the time. Yeah. And then it went off in a weird direction. And then the movies came out and everything. I was so, like, in Sands of Time, that would still be Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Can he be the Prince of Persia? Was that him that did it? What? No, that's the Forgotten Sands. Oh, a lot of sand gets a lot everywhere. Of sand. Oh, I hate sand. <laughs> um, I, I mean, what you have the original eighties, nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, highly doubt it's going to be that. But no, no. Funny? Um, I wouldn't be upset if this was remade. Actually, I think it could be pretty cool, especially if it's done well. You know, you get kind of like a God of War. Yeah, the, the newer God of War uh, treatment, I guess, if you want. But I feel like it wouldn't be. I mean, unless it was a complete. Oh, it says remake, so it's not a remaster. So I guess, yeah, they could blow it up and and reformulate it. But then it, I wonder why why even call it the same thing if it's going to be if they could if they were to make it drastically different, like how Assassin's Creed has changed in the last couple iterations. How do you do that with an existing title and call it a remake? Right, it'd be you would think it'd just be a reboot at that point, just right? Clear, it, just be something different. Just call it Prince of Persia. You know? Yeah, missing. Oh, it's been missing in action for about twelve years now. So, yeah. yeah, it's been gone a while. It's not like the name. The name still has meaning with older gamers, I think. But like, I don't like think God of War came back, and it was just God of War. Like they didn't. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, like, so they could do something like that, but yeah, I think I it would have to be drastic. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's got to be, it could be cool. It's got to be drastic. And that game is pretty much ended in a sense where games were a lot different back then. Like running on oh, the yeah. ability to run on walls and reverse time. <laughs> we were like, whoa, what? So they've got a long way to, to, to go from there. So. Now, like, so what do you, what would you think? Because people have been clamoring for like an Ubi art style game. What if they made it like that style, but Prince of Persia? Like they went 2D. like, yeah, like Battletoads S. Like, what if they gave it that kind of treatment as opposed to like, because here's the thing like, Ubisoft has a lot of big titles coming out, like yeah, in a short true. period of time. You have Assassin's Creed, you got Watch Dogs, you got Far Cry, like they're all coming out, boom, boom, boom. I don't know, and I could be completely wrong. Do they have the capacity to have another one that's a surprise announcement, which makes me sound like it'd be coming out soon that was going to be on that same scale? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just throwing out there, like open world. Me, yeah, <laughs> if they made it something a little more closed in and gave it kind of like a different art style, so that people weren't mad. Because anytime you get a, a hyper realistic looking game, I feel like unless it's super long, people get mad. But if you give it a cartoony art style, people are fine with it being you know five, six, ten hours, like like Streets of yeah. Rage, Battletoads. Like we're we're yeah. okay with it because hey, it's cartoony. It's got that vibe, man. That's cool. Like, but. If it's something that looks big, we want it to be, you know, 100 hours like Assassin's Creed, you know. You know what? You make a good point. I think it, give it like a graphic novel feel to it yeah. or something like that. Make it chapters. Tell a story. Mm. 
in and out in like eight to 12 hours. Yeah. That'd be, a, I'd be okay with that. Then they don't spend that much money, but you still, still have a good action. Hyped. Yeah. Get a, yep. get a good action game out of it. Eat the hype. Eat the hype, but not the sand. Don't eat the sand. Don't eat the sand. It gets everywhere. Um, all right, last story for tonight, then. Uh, we're not going to talk about eating things, but we'll talk about blowing on things. And that is the <laughs> the new Sony controller. Um, Sony published the first TV ad for the PlayStation 5 this morning. Mm, you can watch it yourself. It, uh, it starts with a, it's a dramatization, and it says so just at the bottom, just in case I you were concerned that. about a giant kraken or all other beasts that are chasing this poor woman around. Um, but it's pretty much talking about how the ps5's goal is to immerse you in gaming like never before um so they talk a lot about the haptic feedback through the new dual sense controller the console's 3d audio capabilities a world you can see with sound um <laughs> and all are we in the 90s things. again what's yeah going on? that's it's a really unique thing kind of like the way they're marketing this when we don't know all the details but one of the cool things that was also uh dropped earlier today was you know that game death loop from bethesda um was being delayed yeah um and that was supposed to come to ps5 first but they're using the controllers in a weird way um so if your gun locks or jams the controller will respond by actually not allowing you to pull the trigger whoa i think that's kind of cool super gimmicky but i was like but that's kind of cool and i mean like in um like racing games for mm-hmm. instance, you've got a lot of things there where like your brakes will lock up on older cars. So maybe your trigger is constantly depressed into oh man, no. Uh <laughs> pressed down until <laughs> your brakes unlock themselves or whatever. Uh you know, lo- that type of thing cuz I know like there's a little bit of feedback in the Xbox Xbox One controllers and in that type of thing where you can feel like in Forza Horizon Forza Horizon 4, you can feel like the the grip start to give way, you know, like the rumble and the mm. in the triggers and everything. But imagine if your if your brakes could lock up or your gun jams or I could see that being an interesting feature used yeah. well, you know, as long as it's used well. Now if right. every single game is like that's, we need we need only one game called Gun Jam. That's the game, PS5 exclusive. Mm. And the only thing is that your gun can jam and, and it uses not but if every game does that call of duty modern gun jam then we've got a problem <laughs> so it's funny you, you said the the analog brake system that's actually in the article um, oh grand, there you Tur- go. grand turismo uh makers uh said the adaptive triggers will better represent the implementation of an anti-lock braking system look at me i didn't yep. even read the article yep. and you know yep. that because i never read anything yep so compared to rumble force feedback in old controls like we know rumble's been around for a while the the adaptive triggers and adaptive feedback what that means is that they have more control over the range of frequencies it can produce so instead of just being the same rumble they'll actually be you know super hard super soft you know maybe in pulsing or whatever the case is they they have the ability to actually control that much like um what does nintendo call it their their weird hd rumble hd rumble i think it's more like in that regards we have better control over it when it's implemented but like you said number one it's got to be done right and number two i don't think it's going to be widely used by developers like, I think it's going to be more just done in certain titles, especially like their first party titles more than anything, because yeah. how do you replicate that on Xbox? Because they don't have those capabilities. Um, so it's either like you're not getting the same features or it's just not possible. So I feel like that's going to be more of a first party thing, um, much like um, what was the infamous uh, second son had like a spray can um, 
activity you had to tag in graffiti walls and you do it by actually taking your controller um this is an xbox control but you take control and you turn it sideways and you have to shake it and you hear the rattle and then you had to pull the triggers up here like you were pulling the sprayer on a spray can and you'd spray your motion there only game that ever used it that i saw in like (laughs) in that manner but it was super cool but then like you just didn't see it really used like that again and also the light on the playstation controller would glow the color of your paint Oh, that's so cool. like it would actually show pink as you're spraying pink. It would be blue, you know, so on and so forth. So it's these little cool things, but not highly used. But that's the that's really the beauty of it is that it's there to be used by anybody creatively enough to utilize it. Yes, it's another tool in the tool set. And that's what it should be looked at. Like, you don't always use the monkey wrench, but when you do get to use the monkey wrench, oh, is that is that ever exciting? I just, you know, Lucas, I don't want to be your monkey wrench. I was hoping you would say that. Speaking of tools, what do you say we pack them up, Lucas, and call it a night? Okay. Fair enough. Where can people find you and your other shenanigans you may or may not be up to, depending on whether or not the police are watching? Oh, uh, specifically the FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a little flux post show every once hey. in a while. Tuesday, stream live, 8, 830, depending depending on how frisky we're feeling. Um, I also get down on the discords, talk to people, talk to folks, talk about different things, pop into different channels and say one thing and then get out of there as quickly as possible. Uh, And other than that, I'm on Twitter at heavy metal underscore riff in all of the places where Twitter handles are found. So yeah, only on Twitter, really. Yeah. That was, that was a bad boy. Uh, you can follow me at PSVG Kevin on everything, not just Twitter, uh, literally everything. You want to go into CVS and use my extra care card, that's fine. You put in PSVG Kevin and you can give me some extra bucks. Um, but you can follow me there on everything. You can follow the website at PSVG on Twitter. Uh, but head on over, most importantly, to the website, PSVG.blog. There you'll find all the other shows. None of them as quite as good as this show, but hey, you know, we all can't be winners. Check them all out. Subscribe to the Patreon if you're so inclined to patreon.com slash PSVG. And speaking of those people, we have to thank our Patreon producers, but especially Edwin Calabari, Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw Barboni, Devin Tyus, Chris McElfresh, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calco, Mike Masick, Zach Bradshaw, the Eggshen, and Nick Fahaba. Thank you so much for your love and support. And thank you to everybody for tuning in this week. Thank you for hopefully telling a friend. But most importantly, we ask that you never stop blowing your controllers. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.